but I only cared about his well-being, both both on and off the floor. And, and it, and it kind of like it, it kind of hurt me a little bit. Yeah. Oh my God, LeBron, give it a rest already. Kind of hurt a little bit. That was LeBron's reaction to Kyrie's comments from a couple months ago. Before we get into that, I'd like to introduce my co-host who is here with me every single week, Maxwell. How are you doing today, buddy? Uh, doing good. How you doing, Victor? I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. You kind of attacked me when uh, I first said hello. We'll get into that a little bit later. You did not like my rant that I have planned. I mean, I, listen, I already know you. I mean, you can do it. I already know what's going to be I like. I mean, I'm going to do it. I mean, I'm going to do it. I wasn't asking for your permission. I'm just going to go on a rant later about my New York football giants who are coming off that big win against the Seattle Seahawks, sending a message to the rest of the league. And I'm going to talk about the Jets. The Jets and and their pathetic fans, which you are one of them. But I digress. We have a lot to get into, Max. We have some NBA to talk about as well. James Harden not showing up to practice, not taking part in the Houston Rockets activities. But Max, first, it is the holiday season, right? And what better way to spread holiday cheer than, and this was your idea, by the way, surprising enough, top five people we would like to see get knocked out. Now, Max, (laughs) I, I thought about 20 different names. After last week's podcast came to an end, I thought about people in Northport, thought about people in Oswego. I even thought about some, not immediate, but family members. But we agreed we would limit this to celebrities. And I have to say, I think I'm pretty satisfied with my list. What about you? Yeah, no, I, I, def- I probably thought about 40 to 50 people, honestly. But, uh, <laughs> and, and, no, I mean, ce- celebrities only. We, we don't want to get too personal on here. Exactly, exactly. And, I mean, I mean, I already discussed this, but you would be at the top of my list. And, again, I, you know. So what does that make me? This was, this was celebrity list only. And, Max, with that, I'll let you kick it off. Again, this was inspired after Jake Paul's knockout of Nate Robinson and Max suggesting the ideas, so we are going to go through with that. And that and so, without further ado, Max, I'll let you kick off the list. How do you want to do? You want to start at the top down or bottom up? Yeah, let's go uh, five. Five. Uh, let's start at five. Okay. All right. I'll uh, I'll let you start it off. Who's number five for uh, for people you would like to see get knocked out? Number five, Luke Walton. Luke Walton. Okay, you want to give a reason why, please? I, I mean, this guy was uh, – why he became a head coach is beyond me. I, I'm, I'm serious. This guy coached, what, Golden State for uh, with Steve Curley. won 24 games in a row, and he, he was a hot topic on uh, every coaching search when uh, the Lakers hired him. Every, everywhere, every guard who goes to him sucks. D'Angelo Russell, who was a bust in L.A., he goes to Brooklyn – Gets actually coached by Kenny Atkinson. Look what he does. All-star. Lonzo Ball. Everyone doesn't like him. Before the bubble with Alvin Gentry, uh, he was great with New- in New Orleans. Look look at uh, De'Aaron Fox this year. He took a step back. He was great with Dave Yeager. I, I just don't get the Luke Walton hype, and he's just, I don't know, he's just got a punchable face. That's really what it comes he down to. He does have a very punchable face. I will give you that. I, I personally don't think that – I don't have that much of a problem with him. I understand that – I mean, he was clearly 
clearly a product of the team that he worked with under uh, during his time with the Golden State Warriors when obviously St- Steve Kerr was out and up until this point he hasn't really done anything else. Uh, so I like that one coming in at number five and I think you brought up some good points. Now Max, let me ask you this. A couple things real quick. One is all your list sports figures. Yep. Okay, now see Max, celebrities okay, I didn't keep it to athletes. Oh, that's fine. Who cares? Okay. It's our, it's our show. And number two, and number two is, if you had to, would you be able to knock out the person that is on your list? Yeah, I could, I could knock out probably two. Okay. Because I right now I have, I, I want to say four of the five. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and number five is where it's a little, you know, of a toss up to me, but I'll start off with number five and a lot of names. So I went from the top down. So number five was like, who was that last one? Now, if you asked me a year ago, two names that would have been on this list were Dave Portnoy and Machine Gun Kelly. Now, 2020 is that strange of a year that I now like both of these figures for obviously different reasons. But I have done, they've done a 180 on me, so they did not make the list. But coming in number five, I thought about a couple of names. I thought about Justin Bieber. I thought about Johnny Manziel. I thought about Greg Hardy, because that man is a sociopath. But coming in number five is Drake, the rapper or singer, whatever you want to call him. But I cannot, I, I don't hate Drake. I can't stand all the hype around him. I can't stand how people glorify the shit that he takes in the morning every single day. It seems like he reminds me a lot of Steph Curry in the hip-hop industry. No matter what he does, he can never do wrong, and no one will call him out on his BS. As long as Drake has some sort of part in it, people just gravitate towards it, and I cannot stand that. So for that instance, also I think that he's a fake tough guy, and I would love to see him get, you know, a piece of humble pie. <laughs> I, did not know, I did not know you're a music guy. He's like my favorite uh, artist. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Like, he, he doesn't, he's not worth, he, he is ghost writers, Max. He is ghost writers, Max. How can you respect him as a rapper? I mean, I, I could care less. I like his music. Okay, well, number four, Max. Let's go. Number four, I got Kyle Kuzma. Okay. All right. I don't think that has any explanation. I think the whole—I mean, his whole <laughs> fan base hates him. <laughs> um, also, you're coming off a chippy battle with the LA Lakers, in which your Miami Heat lost in six games. So I understand that there's some bitterness. No, I just never liked him. Okay. Um, number four for me is another one that deserves no explanation whatsoever, and I feel that every other Knicks fan would agree with me, and that's James Dolan. He's only number four. I yeah yeah. Oh wow! I know. I know, I know. Wow, that that shocks me. No, I know. You know why, Max? Because uh, again, the Knicks and him have made me so numb that like it, it's not even worth getting riled up over anymore. Like they just like they have not given me anything, and I and I understand that there's some hope. There's some there's hope for a bright future with this team, especially after their latest draft but 
like he just everything from his running of the team to his decision making to how he is such a thin skin with the fans like I, like I just never expect him to do the right thing at this point but that is why James Owen is on my list obviously at number four and Max who is number three on your list number three I have Ryan Fitzpatrick okay why Fitzpatrick Max I mean this guy is one of the biggest look-at-me guys in sports who's the most average quarterback I've ever seen. Look at me. He's having fun when he's doing That's well, great. Max. I remember when he, uh, the Jets were 10 and, where were they? I think 10 and 5. They go to Buffalo. Yes, they were 10 uh, and 5. And they did not yeah. get it done. Terrible. Then oh, the next wow. Year, oh, oh, wow. Max. Oh, a time when you actually wanted the Jets to win? I thought you guys only cared about losing games. I mean, when the Jets were 10 and 5. Oh, I mean, okay. yeah. Oh, okay. That's how that works. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yep. Continue. Anyways. You know who uh, has more touch, uh, touchdown passes in the NFL than Trevor Lawrence? Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know okay. who's proven more at the NFL level? I'm surprised you can, I'm surprised you, you can count. Good you, job, Victor. You know who? Uh, you, you know You know who's proven more than Trevor Lawrence at the NFL level? Ryan Fitzpatrick. I love how the national media really gets under your skin with Trevor Lawrence. No, it, it doesn't get under my skin. Oh, I, my team, yes, it my does. team is on I, the I, right path. My team is on the right path. My team, my team knows that it takes more than just a quarterback to win in this league. It takes great coaching, too. It takes players buying into the system. But continue. Continue. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused. Are we doing a list here? Or are we, uh, no, we are doing off? a list. It's just that, you know, all of a sudden, oh, now you're getting upset with the Jets didn't win. I saw you over the weekend getting ecstatic when they decided to blow a lead in the last five seconds and um, and fall to 0-12. So I was just confused. I wasn't sure when you wanted them to win and when you wanted them to lose. Because a true fan would want their team to win all the time. <laughs> a true fan. <laughs> okay, continue, continue. Did you have anything else with... Yeah, if you let me finish, if okay. it, you know. Okay, yep. I'm Take letting, a sip of water. I'm letting you go. I'm letting you go. Uh, and then the next year, he uh, wants a big contract, and this, this franchise is having faith in me. And it was just – and then this shit with the Dolphins he's doing too, with, with the whole two-with situation. And, oh, you know, I felt let down when I went to start anymore. They just drafted the franchise quarterback number five, fifth overall. You know who you are. Like what? I, I just this Fitzpatrick rubs me the wrong way. Ever since he did that shit with the Jets, now this Dolphins shit. I just I'm out. Okay, so he literally felt like the leader of the team. He led his team to a winning record in the first half of the year. He was invested. He was the quarterback of the team, and he just got benched out of nowhere. He had just come off two of his better performances, and he got benched. Have some sympathy for the man, Max. Yeah, I'm good it's not like that. he has much time left in the league. Listen, this is professional football league. All right? There's no feelings. Okay. okay. Also, he, he has the franchise record for most touch, touchdown passes for your Jets, by the way. I just want to let you know. Yeah, no, I know that. Yep. Number three, Antonio Brown. Now, Max, I've talked about him plenty of times on this show, but this man, and Max is not like this word, so I take full responsibility for it being said on this show. The man is a mental head case, okay? He, I, I'm so happy that things are not going well for the Buccaneers. I am so happy that he did not explode onto the scene with his buddy Tom Brady 
because this man did not deserve another chance in the NFL. What he did to the Raiders was despicable. What he did off the field was despicable. The man is a walking joke. This man needs to be in a straitjacket. This man needs to get some sense knocked into him. That's why Antonio Brown is on my list. Max, who's number two coming in on your list of people you would like to get knocked out? Number two, Trey Young. Okay, okay. I I don't hate that one. You want to explain your reasoning? The most overrated player in basketball. I mean, he is Mr. House of Highlights. The, these young gentlemen. Uh, Steph's more overrated. Well, at least he won. <laughs> um, it, it's just how, Mr. House of Highlights. These kids, are not, uh, you know, I'm going to be Mr. Old Man here, but they only care about his long three-pointers, and, you know, they win 20 games a year. Now, I know this is his third year this year, and the team got a little bit better, but for him being an all-star starter last year over Jimmy Butler, and I'm sorry, I'm a Heat fan. Yeah, that pissed me off. Uh, when, when they were ranked second or third at the time, and they're the last team in the league, and he's getting a starter because he puts up points on a uh, crappy team. Ever hear of em- Empty Calories? That's Trey Young. Is. That's his nickname for me, Mr. Empty Calories. And it's just, I don't know, his face just pisses me off, too. And then he did that shit last year when the Heat went on a 22-year-old run in Miami, uh, in Miami when he said it's over. And then the Heat came back. <laughs> they didn't score until the, uh, the last minute of the game in overtime. So, yeah, Trey Young, I can't stand him. Okay. All right, I actually really like that one. Uh, his face also annoys me, Max. Also, I feel that everyone that I've said so far, uh, I mean, punchable face, but more so their actions. But Trey Young definitely has a punchable face, in my opinion. Now, two, I'm going to shake it up. I originally had someone different, but I'll keep with the sports topic, the sports figures for three of the, uh, for yeah, three of the top five. Number one, I'll keep the same. But uh, coming in number two, and this was more of a villain when I was growing up, but uh, is Chase Utley. Now, Chase Utley used to torment my Mets from his time with the Philadelphia Phillies where they came back from the seven-game deficit in the NL East with 17 games to go. He was a big part of that championship team for the Phillies in 2008. He was a Met killer. Then his time with the Dodgers, obviously Everyone knows about his cheap slide into second base that broke Ruben Tejada's leg. The Mets got the last laugh in that series. However, the following year, of course, only the Mets. However, the Wilpon-led Mets. Of course, the following year, Noah Syndergaard tried to nail him. You know, the unwritten rule in baseball is you come after one of our guys, we'll go right back at you. However, Syndergaard missed. The pitch went behind Utley. Syndergaard was thrown out of the game. And then, of course, Utley finished the game with, I think, multiple home runs and had the final laugh in that game. That man is probably my least favorite baseball player, along with many other Phillies. However, that man was really the pinnacle, the evilest of the evil baseball villains that I've ever seen play. And Max, finally, number one on your list. Number one, the whole 2011 Mavericks. I'm sorry. To the day I die, I will never let that team get out of my... my I can't. Okay. I can't do it. Are you really Dirk? Dirk, you're going to... You're going to... You're going to knock out Dirk Nowitzki. Jason Terry. Come on. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. I would see them get knocked out. Okay. All right. I I mean, mean, you want to look at Jason Kidd's pass? You think he's a good guy? That just... That's just 
that's remarkable. I'm sorry. I thought that, this was my list. Is, I'm confused. What's going on that's here? Right, that's right. That's right. Also, you played with me because we said celebrities, not just athletes. So coming in number one on my list, Max, since you're a music guy, I'm sure you'll know about him. This man provides nothing to the world, nothing positive at least. And I really think it would be a better place without him. And that is Takashi 69 now, really, you could put any of these mumble, moronic rappers with face tattoos and lean-drinking idiots at the top of my list, but I would like to see nothing more than Takashi 69 the Rat get absolutely obliterated and knocked out cold. Forgot about him, Gonser. Yeah, I mean, I, it's good. It's good, and I hate, I hate bring him up. Because you know, so many people listen to this podcast that he's getting he's getting the name the attention and name dropping. But I just cannot stand that. I don't even want to call him man. I just that thing that walks. Yeah, when he would, he was kind of a uh, you know had his thing going. He, he definitely annoyed me. But now, yeah, I kind of forgot about him now. Yeah. All right, now Max, this might depend on whether or not we have a guest next week because. I'm brainstorming, but would you like to do another list next week if we don't? Top five athletes we'd like to meet in person. Yeah. All right. Cool. Even though I know what number one is going to be on your list. Dwayne yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Okay, so maybe not that list. We'll think of something, though. But Dwayne Wade, NBA, let's start talking about. Max, again, only a couple weeks away from the twenty. 21 season December 22nd hopefully next week we can do an NBA preview episode but Max there's still stuff going on and I would say the biggest news from this past week is the fact that James Harden is not participating in Houston Rockets activities Max during last week's episode the news broke that Russell Westbrook was traded from Houston the two didn't work out after one year they got John Wall in return he's coming off a major injury max how big of a setback is this for houston uh for houston yeah this is definitely um a setback for them um you know i I don't know what they're gonna do with the whole hard situation i know he has to take like six tests for covid um i know he's not in shape uh you know if you're spending your whole the last couple days at strip club and you know eating drinking there uh (laughs) You know, I just don't. And it's not. It's not like Harden's. You know, uh, a guy who was always in shape too. He kind of plays his way into the season to get in shape. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't. You know, if you're Houston, you got to hope that you know John Wall and Demarcus Cousins. You know, plays. They're both healthy. Play. Play good. And uh, get your get their value up. I mean, I don't know about Wall. I think Wall's gonna be there for the year, and then maybe in the offseason you can trade him. Like you know, maybe some team talks yourself into it. Then Boogie, you know, you can maybe trade him at the deadline for something. But yeah, Houston, it's. They're, they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. Max, as each day has gone by, I've thought more and more about this trade from the Rockets' standpoint. Really more so after the news first broke that Harden didn't attend the offseason workouts, right? Mm-hmm. I really despise this move. I really hate what the Rockets did here. And I'm not saying that Westbrook and Harden would have led to a championship. But can you really say 
that Wall is an upgrade over Westbrook? Well, no, but Westbrook wanted uh, he wanted out. No, I understand that, but that's the best you you think that was the best they could have done um, for him. I think for how big his contract is, yeah, I think that's kind of the best they had. I mean, I don't know if you saw their report, but the, it said the only team I was interested in was the Knicks, but the Knicks wanted a lot of assets to take on that contract. I know it's just that almost at that point, because again, you're you're getting back. Maybe not as bad of contract, but a pretty bad contract in Wall, a player that is, he's on the wrong side of the thirty at this point, right, Max? Uh, he's probably thirty, if I had to guess. Coming off of major surgery, major injury, I'm sorry, but I just don't understand this move. It's not like they got better. And it doesn't make your star happier. Now, I know there were reports that Harden was more intrigued with playing with Wall. But if that was the case, you should have gotten him to lock in with the Rockets. I I mean, if he wasn't going to stay with the Rockets for $50 plus, why is he going to stay with the Rockets now that they have John Wall and got rid of Westbrook? You know what I mean? Yeah. like, that whole John Wall thing was I, – I didn't buy that when the, you know his agent put that out there. Oh, he wants to play Wall. Like, like he's not even showing up to camp. How bad does he want to play? And then you see exactly. how uh, – this will get your rob up. How Westbrook and uh, Harden weren't happy that Ty Lue was not their head coach. So this is why they wanted the trade. Really? Yeah. I mean I'm not the biggest Ty Lue fan. I'm not like you, but I don't think Ty Lue is going to make me uh, make or break if I want to leave a team or not. No, agreed. <laughs> Agreed. So, and, yeah, I saw that. I mean, if that's really the reason why, I mean, you know, what's the real reason you want to leave? Because Ty, because Ty Lue being your coach, it's that's not the reason why you want to leave. Both of them want to leave Houston. So I just, I, I it might be the owner. I don't know how, how much you know about their owner, but he no, might be losing. I, I know, and apparently, I mean, not so much as a basketball issue, but I know that he was a Trump supporter, and that turned players off from him, him as well. Now I I'm not I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that I did hear that he doesn't have the yeah. best relationship with the players. And I, listen, Max, I really I just don't see a scenario where Harden suits up for the Rockets opening night, whether it's him holding out or him being traded to another team. I just, I really think that once that extension was turned down, I think that we saw the last of Harden in the Rockets uniform. And I still stand by that. Uh, again, I, I didn't think the John Wall was going to be that make or break factor. Now that you're saying that they're not happy with Ty Lue not being, well, Westbrook and him before Westbrook got traded, weren't happy that Ty Lue wasn't named the head coach. It doesn't seem like uh, the Houston Rockets are exactly doing what Harden wants and doing enough to keep him. Now, Max, apparently he is now open to the Philadelphia 76ers. We've already heard the, heard the Brooklyn Nets, right? Daryl Morey, who used to be with the Rockets, is now the general manager. Uh, I'm sorry, present with the Philadelphia 76ers. Max, he doesn't want to part ways with Simmons or Embiid. I mean, listen, you know my take on Harden. I don't think you can win with him. But if I'm the Rockets, I can't trade him to the 76ers without getting one of 
one of those two guys. Yeah, well, I, I'm going to disagree with you real quick. You don't think that – what did you say about Harden and the Rockets that the Rockets aren't doing anything to make them happy? Well, it just seems like they're not on the same page, Max. And okay, that's that, – no, that's definitely the case, right? I mean, that's for yeah, trade. Yeah, Um, But I just – I, I kind of call BS on the whole Harden thing. Um, He kind of created this environment in Houston and, you know – he, he wasn't happy with Dwight Howard, which nobody is. So I give him a pass on that one. They got Chris Paul. They're two games away, or a hamstring away, really, from making the finals. And honestly, winning it, because beating that Cavs team. Um, he wasn't happy with Chris Paul the next year. He wanted his buddy Westbrook, who him and Harden didn't make any sense. They traded all their assets for Westbrook. And then he wasn't happy playing with Westbrook at the end, either. So I don't know what he wants them to do. You're right. And now he's not happy when they have no assets. Like, you, you caused this. You're you're 1,000% right, Max, and I I did a poor job of of expressing myself. Well, I did a bad job of wording it, and I just meant this offseason, it seemed like they were really on. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. In the past, though, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, they did everything that they could to make Harden work, and I just... And, and again, Max, I think that me and you're on the same page in that Harden is just the type of player that I, I don't think he's destined to win the championship. I, and I said the same thing about Westbrook. And I love Westbrook. Harden, to me, for m- multiple different reasons, but he does not show up when it matters most. And he's a very specific type of player that I don't think is the easiest to play along with. Yeah, I mean, you're telling me sitting in the corner waiting for the ball is not fun to play with? Yeah, no. But no, um, in all seriousness, just real quick, yeah. I think if Houston, you're right, I don't think he plays for them. I'd be kind of surprised. If, I'd be shocked if he does. But um, that doesn't mean I'm training right off the bat. I'm not taking any Nets deal. It's not because I don't want a super team in Brooklyn. There's nobody on that team that I would want that's realistic. I don't want Lever. I don't want Allen. I don't want all the picks. I don't want Jared Ant or Dinwiddie because you have to pay him after you, um, you trade for him. I'm holding him out until I'm, I'm just finding him. Or if he wants to play, then he will play. They don't have to do anything. He has three years left on his deal, two years with a player option. They're in no rush. I mean, they're going to suck anyway, so why not? I'd wait. I'd, I'd, do, I'd do the Simmons deal for him. Other than that, I don't know what deal's out there. Yeah, and again, I, I, I agree with you, Max. I need to be getting a bull over then. Honestly... The ch- ch- chances are you're going to be trading him to a contender as it is, right? So even if you get three, four first-round draft picks, they're all going to be towards the late first yeah, round anyway. Be late 20s, yeah, there's, yeah, exactly. There's not really matter. Exactly. So, no, I think that you're right, too. It's just a matter of do you really want to deal with this head case that much longer or are no, you willing to part no. ways with him? No, you bring up good points, but this whole—I'm sure you've probably seen this whole player empowerment stuff, which I'm with them for when it comes to a lot of it. Yeah. Um, this Harden one, I'm out. I mean, you know, there's—you know—I don't want to get too okay. serious on here. But, you know, th- there's a pandemic going on. You're going to a strip club. Like, let's kind of f you to your your teammates, to to your fans who you know, Rockets fans are kind of crazy about James Harden. You know, they lose their mind on Twitter, sticking up for him, this and that, whatever. And he's just saying a big f you to the whole like franchise who's done everything he wanted. Then he get mad. Then he's getting mad because. Oh, I want to leave now because it didn't work. Yeah, no shit, it didn't work because you wanted Westbrook when it's not even anything about Russ. You traded Chris Paul for him plus two picks that you don't have anymore that are going to be good probably because Houston's going to be terrible now because you want out of Houston. 
And you know, the same thing with Daryl Morey. He did all this stuff, and he just leaves Houston. So both of them left Houston in a terrible position. But, you know, Max, it's uh, first off, I don't think you're getting too serious. I think, A, you made a good point in Harden basically, you know, going against the grain and, and being selfish by going to the strip club, right? Two is I don't exactly understand all the devotion and unconditional love with Harden just because he's getting like a pass right now. Exactly. And I don't, I don't get it. It like kind of aggravates me. It really does. And like, <laughs> like even Max, I don't know if you watch first take anymore. I've kind of, I've kind yeah, of I'm declined out. over the years. Right. Steve yeah, I'm out is like, what happened? No, I don't, I don't watch that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, on rare occasions I do. And I saw a clip and it was like Stephen A talking about how people have forgotten who James Harden is. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that the Rockets would be in the same position that they are. But each year it's the same story. They have a great regular season. Harden is a finalist for the MVPs. And Mm -hmm. in the playoffs, he doesn't get the job done. He doesn't have a playoff moment. Exactly. And And it's the same thing over and over. And Max, like, it, it's mind-boggling to me that Maury is interested in Harden. Now, again, I'm not – I wasn't with the Rockets organization when they were together. I don't know the type of player that Harden is. But you know what I do know? And I, I haven't brought this up enough. It really gets under my skin how it got under Harden's skin that Giannis was named – most valuable player over him. I got a lot of people pissed off. Yeah. Which I thought was so confusing. Oh, oh, oh! You didn't have a problem with Harden having a problem with Giannis? Oh, no, I'm saying that a lot of people had issues with with a Giannis winning the MVP. Oh yeah, and yeah, and, and my thing is okay, Harden. Like I get it, I understand you want, but you already have one, right? Go out and win a championship. Like that should be the goal of every player, every superstar in the league. Well, you know, you know, what, you know what though? It's that too. But even have a playoff moment. Agree. Like, Agree. Like you know, you, you can lose. You're not going to win every year. That's just you know how no, no, how it no. is. I know, I know. But, like he just doesn't. He doesn't even show up half the time. No, he doesn't, Max. That, and remember, that's the, the issue. And the only finals appearance he has is with the Thunder, and he didn't show up then either. No. Um. Actually, I lied. He has two playoffs moments. The one when he hit a uh, step-back jumper with an LKC in San Antonio. I think it was against uh, um, Ginobili or Kawhi. And then, remember, remember that big famous block he had against the Thunder Game 7? And, uh, and all the, oh, James Harden's about this life. Okay. You know, disrespecting okay. James Harden. It's okay. like, okay, he got a block okay. shot in a Game 7. Okay. Okay, that's his moment. Okay. That's cute. All right. It's like, what are we doing? Max, oh. that was against the Thunder this past year when we both agreed the Rockets were the far superior team, and it should have never gotten to a game seven. Yeah. Okay. It's just, I don't, yeah, I don't. I, I, I just don't understand this love fest with Harden. I don't. Like, because you, know you know what it is? Quick, and then we probably should move on. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we really yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, no, no. Um, I think now that not our generation as much, but the younger than us, they just like players. They don't have any like ties to the team anymore. Agreed. It's just Agreed. wherever he goes, I go. It's like, oh, I'm a James Harden fan now. You know, wherever he goes, I'm going. And it's like, it, it kind of makes me, I feel like an old man, but it kind of makes me sad. Like, there's nothing like having a team. 
But now it's just like players. Like I don't know. I could never do that. I, I could never just like a player and then go to like you know a team he's on. It's like I don't know. It's just your band. You know, it's a classic thing. But your bandwagoner or as my favorite people in the world, Bron Sexuals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, Max, I'll just end it with this, right? I will say, out of all sports, though, I think the NBA is the easiest to be a player fan. I'm not oh, saying. Yeah. I'm not saying no. that. Oh yeah. I'm not saying that I am that alone. Like at the end of the day, I'm a Knicks fan, right? But I like I told you, I love Russell Westbrook, so I'll always root for Russell. Oh Westbrook yeah, but that's too. different though, because you still like the Knicks at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, see, you can do that, but like you know, they don't even like teams. It's like oh, wherever team LeBron goes to, I'll like. Now it's like really, like why don't you just pick a team then, like LeBron? Exactly. exactly. Like I don't know. I just I find it, I find it kind of odd. Yeah. So, but anyway, to wrap it up, it will be interesting to see what develops in Houston, whether or not Harden stays. Again, Max, I I think too much has unfolded that he cannot stay with the Houston Rockets. But, you know, I feel that crazier things have happened. And Max, just the last thing, it's just so funny how, like, much time changes. Because if you had said coming out of their draft after they had won the college championship together john wall and demarcus cousins were on the same team years later that would probably be like such a highlight such like so exciting to hear but like after everything that's happened in their careers it's just not the same but anyway speaking of one of your favorite players max lebron is back in the news and again really nothing in terms of his play but more of his comments or reactions to comments. I'll start off with this, and I played the clip at the beginning of the show. He came out and said he was hurt by Kyrie's comments. Now, Kyrie came out with comments a couple months back. Quote, this is the first time in my career where I can look down and be like, that motherfucker can make that shot too. End quote. Irving said, when talking about Kevin Durant and him in Brooklyn. Now, obviously, Kyrie and LeBron played together in Cleveland. LeBron says he takes it to heart. He said that he never wanted anything more than to see Kyrie succeed, yada, 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 never aligned. Max, I I mean, I don't know about you. This was just another attempt to me. And again, I really respect him as a player. I love him for what he does on and off the basketball court. This was just another meaningless attempt by LeBron to grab the headlines. What do you think? Well, I kind of, I don't know. I I see where you're coming from a little bit. Um, The thing that makes me laugh is that they did this on Kevin Ranch podcast during the NBA Finals, which LeBron was playing. And, you know, Kyrie <laughs> Kyrie doesn't go far without LeBron in the playoffs. And for him to say, oh, yeah, you know, all time somebody on my team uh, besides me can score. It's like, dude, you only got to the finals because LeBron was there. Like, people forget when uh, Kyrie was in Cleveland his first couple of years, that team was terrible when he was the best player on the team. Um, I, I think this is just – I think LeBron just took the high road. I mean, what's the point going at Kyrie? Every Nobody in the league really understands what he's doing. Now, I will say Kyrie gets a lot of hate, which is deserved. The only thing I will say – is that I do like what he does with the WNBA and what he did with his time. Like, he donated a lot of money for their salaries and, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, things can be both. I don't like Kyrie, really. He just – he talks a lot and he thinks he's, like, smart. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Um, I can see why LeBron would get kind of annoyed. Like, you know, I haven't talked about you in forever. And for you – like, you know, obviously he's talking about LeBron. Like, oh, you know, I take all the shots uh, over than LeBron. 
it just and watch the high road because it's easy it's the easiest thing in the world to do is take the high road on Kyrie because nobody knows what the hell he's talking about he's a, he just babbles well Max I I think you're right with everything that you said for the most part right the only thing that I'll say is it, it wasn't just before LeBron came Max tell me what Kyrie's done without LeBron. Right. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, look at Boston too. You know. Exactly. That's what I mean. That team on paper was should have been the second best team in the league behind Golden State, and they just the chemistry was just awful. And and people came out and spoke about how the team didn't gel as well with Kyrie on it. Once he left Boston, the players yeah. came out and said that there was chemistry issues. Now again, I think that there is a lot of flack thrown against Kyrie, but I also think that he brings in the pawn himself more times than not. I mean, think about Max. He snubbed Media Day this past week, right? Max. Yeah. If this were the Knicks, if this was a real New York team, this would be all over the back pages. Max, they wouldn't be able to stop talking about this in New York. But Max, he took the easy way out. He went to a color brand scheme. Nobody cares about the Nets. Nobody ca- I, and and I think Kyrie understands that. So he needs any way possible to make noise about himself. But Max, if I, I'm LeBron, I'm just laughing it off. Now I understand he was part of a podcast, and that wouldn't make for good. You know. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's a podcast, so good listening. They were drinking right? a little bit too. So what happened? They were they drinking, were a, drinking little. a little bit, but yeah. I, you know, it's just that LeBron's had more playoff moments, like you said about Harden. LeBron's had more buzzer beaters in the playoffs than Kyrie. And again, I understand. I, I really think that both those players beneficiated off of one another in that 2016 championship. Right, Max? Especially, I mean, Kyrie Kyrie really could have been MVP of that series. I said that once the series was over. But, Max, without one another, they do not win that year. However, LeBron has shown in yeah. other years he's been able to win without Kyrie. Well, you know why I think LeBron felt a certain way about it? Because, you know, he's talking about Durant. And Durant and LeBron, even though, you know, they're cool, that's still a little, it's like a magic uh, Larry Bird type thing. You know, there's a little rivalry between those two. And, you know, he just – I felt like LeBron's like, oh, okay. Like, you know. Yeah, but the only thing I'll say about that, Max, is I – It's motivation for him. They look for everything. Yes and no, Max, because – and we didn't grow up with Larry and Magic, right? So we – I can't speak from experience. But when I see old clips of them, when I see documentary stuff, they were competitors but friends at heart. Right, when yeah. I look at LeBron and Kyrie and see them on the court, and again, I don't know anything, but my first sense is that they're fake friends and more competitors at the end well, of no, the I day. No, I was saying about KD and LeBron. Okay, okay. Because you know Kyrie's on his team now, obviously, and so he's pumping up KD, and he's basically saying, "Yeah, you know, thank God I got kind of around my team and not Bron, because you know KD can finish the shot too." And LeBron's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. It's just more motivation for him with eight, oh, with the Kevin Durant coming back now, and Kyrie's on that team. I think you know it's just these guys look for any motivation, any snubs, more, especially LeBron. 
more uh, more sound bites than games played for the Brooklyn Nets between those two. It's amazing. It really is amazing. But I, you know what though? I think this is why they went to Brooklyn. Those two, honestly, I really do. Why? So that it, they can escape the media. I don't think that's the total reason, but I think it played a part in it. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, if, oh, if they oh. were both in New York. Yeah. You know, Brooklyn's not. I mean, I'm not like a city guy like you. I mean, even though I'm from New York, but it's, you know, it's it's a New York. It's a, it's a Knicks town there. Yeah. Well, bad, bad or worse. And Brooklyn's just kind of, eh, you know, it's Brooklyn. They got the star power right now, but, you know, it's still like, you know, it's not, it's not the Knicks. Yeah, well, I just... Media and, you know, people caring. Exactly, exactly. And that just goes to show you how sad it really is because the Knicks haven't done anything well or anything positive in almost a decade, and more people still care about the New York Knicks than they do the Brooklyn Nets, and I just find that remarkable. But let me just clear the record straight, Max, because I hate city posers. I grew up on Long Island, which is right outside the city. Now, obviously, I grew up in Queens for five years, so there is this, you know, you can never take the city out of the man, but I don't want to come off and be like, oh, I wear Tim's all the time either. <laughs> they wear Tim's up here, too. <laughs> um, but, Max, getting back to LeBron for a second, and speaking of his championships, he also came out and said that the two hardest championships really – ever to accomplish were with the Cavs in 2016 and this past one with the Lakers. Now, Max, I saw you respond directly to this, and it's part of the reason why I included it in the rundown for the show, but it is kind of amazing how not only LeBron, but the media, like, acts as if his time with Miami never happened. Wow, I could... Are you being serious? No, I I swear to God, I, wow. I honestly God. Oh, and no, go keep going, please. No, 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 and it's just I I think once he retires, they'll touch upon it, right? And he'll be more yeah. accepting of it. But I think that the decision, and yep, I won't say all four years, but a lot of it got to him, and some of it. I think he regrets the decision more than anything else, but but it's like a tarnish to not to LeBron, but the media on LeBron, and they but they just decide not to talk about. It. They criticize him on everything else. They harp in on everything else. Yet when it comes to the Miami years, it's like, oh, let's just forget about that. Yeah. No. I Wow, I mean, this, this actually made me happy. It really—I'm yeah. <laughs> serious because my friends know too. Because even my friends over the years, they're like, "Oh, Max, you just say that." And then over the years, they're like, "Damn, he really does not want to talk about Miami." Not at all. And I wrote about this um, yesterday, or no, today, on all you can heat. So my, I wrote like 600 words about it. So I don't want to take too much. Yeah, no problem. No problem. But um, I, basically what I said is that I think, like you said, to the decision, you know, that got to him that year. I mean, look at the finals. Yeah, I think everything just hit him. Um, when he was when he went back to Cleveland, he never won as a member as a Cavalier in Miami, and he even sat out three games in Miami. He just didn't play, and the, the fans are heckling him. He's like, you know, putting his rings up, like the rings he got him, and it's just him. I, I've said this before, and everyone thinks, oh, you're just because you know LeBron and Miami didn't get whatever at the end, but. Miami fans just have a weird vibe with LeBron. I mean, do you do you kind of see it now? I just think that they he never acknowledged us about anything. 
Like, did you see when he talked about Spolstra and the Heat during the finals of Game One? Yeah. Before Game One. Yeah. He, it just seemed like he was like uncomfortable even talking about like Eric Spolstra. It's like, dude, what? Like, what? He made you a better player. He got you to post up, and you know, you shot sixty percent from the field with this Eric Spolstra. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, why is it so weird for him to talk about the Heat? I I feel like it just got to him like you know the media was on his ass and that team about everything. And, and you know, once he went back home to Cleveland, everyone loved him again. So if I'm him, I'm like, you guys are really mad at me because I went to Miami. Like, you know, it's not like he did a James Harden and sat out. You know, you know, he left there as a free agent, even though it's a signed trade. It's not like, you know, he held the Cavaliers hostage for a year. Well, um, Max, it's, I mean, it's uh, not like what James Harden is doing. It's not like what Anthony Davis did to the Pelicans. It's not what, like, KD did by going from the Thunder to the Warriors. I'll be honest with you, Max. I hated LeBron from the decision, right? to the mm-hmm. moment he won his first championship. Because I can't... I, I don't want to say I had an epiphany, but I was like, you know, at the end of the day, what did he do wrong? And Max, you might you might remember more than me, right? But at that time, it was... I want to say it was just the beginning of when D-Wade... It wasn't as clear that LeBron was number one and D-Wade was number two in the league. So then that kind of calmed things down with me too. And it's like, you know what? He went to accomplish one of his goals. We get on so many athletes for making the selfish decision or making the monetary decision instead of going out and making the winning decision. There's no doubt that the Heat provided him a better opportunity to win. Now, yes, I know he made the commitment the promises and all that but basketball alone he he made the right decision did he go overboard with how he presented that decision yes but after he won i was like you know what why am i hating on this guy yeah i i just another thing too that i mean this is going a little bit way back and it's kind of random uh, i remember it was, I think it was maybe the first, second round, his first year back in Cleveland. And he was, they were talking about the Heat, and he referred to them as a franchise I was with at the time. And that just got me wild up when I was like, <laughs> I think 19 or 20. So he says stuff like that, and just like, dude, what is like, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's just, it's very odd about like his relationship with Miami and Heat fans with him. Because like, you know, where I was like, oh, you know, I think we're forgetting about like, you know, the 27 game winning streak when he, yeah. that was the best version I ever saw him play. Yep. When they won 27 games in a row, he was just unbelievable on both ends. But, like, I feel like when Heat fans or even myself bring it up, it's like, oh, dude, you're living in the past all the time. It's like, well, you know, he just, he just didn't play for the Cavs and Lakers. It just, as a Heat fan, it just makes me a little pissed off because the Heat, let's be honest, the Heat are going to be the third team when he calls it quits. It's going to be, oh, Cavaliers and probably Lakers, and the Heat are going to be third. I don't know, dude. When it's all said and done, I think that he, he – I, I think there's even – a possibility that he refers to the Heat as his number one team because uh, not number one team that he'll be remembered with more of what team was his favorite because remember he was playing with his best friend. I mean, how many people are able to accomplish that in the NBA in the world for well, that see, matter? That, see, that's funny you mention that because now it's Anthony Davis and him are better than friends. Well, and him and okay, uh, yeah, just but, the media, you know, it's just the media. But but you know, it's but, the same with Kyrie too. But I'm saying more from LeBron when it's all said yeah, yeah, and done. No, I, I, I think he'll be more open to it. 
Now, I don't know. I think it's also very weird that he doesn't like to acknowledge it, Max. I really do. The only thing that I want to come back to the point is Max. And I'm not sure if... My only problem with your tweet was, Max, is I don't think either of his championships were tougher than the one in Cleveland that he was able to accomplish. And then this past one... Maybe the opponent wasn't as good, but for what occurred, what transpired with the pandemic and all that, first year with the big piece, obviously, being AD, like, I look back at the other two that he won Max with the Miami Heat, and it's like, okay, well, the Thunder, you know, it wasn't like it was his first year with the Heat where all the hate all the spotlight was on him. Yes, all the yes. I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying that the pressure still wasn't on him because Wait, of they were his underdogs in that series. But that's not. That doesn't matter. They were underdogs against the Thunder. Yep. Okay. Well. Okay. I, again, I'm well, not no, saying that. I don't want. I don't want to stake your sign, but I wrote how I felt about the um the two finals appearances. I broke it down. Uh, Basically, round by round, why is it more difficult than people remember? Okay, okay. The only thing that I'll say is the Thunder, I more so remember that the young big three didn't live up to the moment. And then the second championship. (laughs) What? I go, go, yeah, Harden. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And And then the second one, you know, not to take anything away from the Heat, to take away from LeBron. Without Ray Allen, they don't win that. Yeah, no, you're you're right. So you know, it wasn't. I my thing was, I think Cleveland, you know, going up against a team that had just set the best regular season record in NBA history. Yeah, no, I, I had no 31. argument on on the Cavs one. And then this past one, I'm gonna give it more so the pandemic. But again, I you know, for a big fan like you, I'm sure the argument could be made for no, one of those two championships. You, yeah, you know what? Two. You know what would have been nice. I put this in there too. I'm not going to tell him what he thinks is the toughest in his career, obviously, right? Yeah. I just wish he was would have mentioned just you know just a snippet, you know even you know even though you know these two are hard, but you know let's not act like the Miami ones were aren't tough either. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, he just said yeah. something. Just you know I mean just acknowledge it for him. It's just and he talked about Golden State at nauseum, which he should. You know, thirty-seven and nine. They had the MVP, two-time MVP that year. I mean, I, I know the Heat aren't like that or this past Heat team. But he couldn't even say, you know, that was a real tough Heat team too, you know. He said nothing. It was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I think when he retired, I think hopefully he opens up a little bit more. Because I'd love to hear what he really has to say. Well, Max, you know a 30 for 30 or whatever it's going to be called, yeah. you know, 10, Those 15 days. years now. Wait. Yeah, the last dance, like LeBron James. You know that they're going to – all the secrets are going to be spilled. All the milk's going to be spilled. Yeah. So I'm looking very forward to that. And then, Max, finally, just real quick, because I do want to get to the NFL. You know, a lot of focus on James Harden. Obviously, LeBron James, LeBron James taking a lot of the attention away. You know, Giannis still has not signed that Supermax with the Milwaukee Bucks. A, do you think he should be? How bad of a sign is it for Milwaukee that he hasn't? Uh, I'm not trying to be biased, because obviously I've said on here, how I how I want the Heat to uh oh look at this JJ Barea JJ Barea got released oh wow <laughs> but no um 
as a Heat, like I said before, I want Giannis on the Heat. He's got the same major and bam, yada, yada. That that con- that supermax is still going to be there for him. If he wants to go back to Milwaukee, I would sign it at the end of the year. I would I would wait I would wait and see what the, what he does with this year's Bucks team because if he signed for five years, who on this team excites you for the next five years? And what has Milwaukee shown you that like oh yeah they're going to really they, they botched up that Bogdanovich trade that he wanted him to uh, be on the Bucks. They fumbled that. They give up three first round picks for Holiday. Now, you know, I don't know if Giannis said, get, get me him, or the organization just asked him, like, oh, you want Drew Holiday? Yeah. You know, I just, I mean, players don't care about picks if he's out in a year. I don't think I would, I wouldn't sign up if I was him. I'd wait till the end of the year, long story short. Yeah, agreed. I think that, do I think that they have improved? Yes, but I don't think that if I'm Giannis, I'm in any rush, unless money was my biggest factor to me, which I don't think it necessarily is. I really do think Giannis is one of those players that cares about winning and yeah if I'm Giannis I'm waiting to see I'm waiting to see what else this team does whether it's this offseason or at the trade deadline you know uh, if I'm Giannis I'm definitely at a wait and see type of approach and I think it's worrisome for the Bucks, but I definitely don't think that they're out of the running just yet either all right Max so let's move on to some NFL we are heading into week 14 Max May I have this time to go on my New York football rant, please? Oh, God. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay. So, first off, Max, I don't know if you saw the performance that my New York Giants put on display this past Sunday against the one of the NFC favorites, one of the MB, MVP favorites. Well, maybe not anymore because my Giants shot them down. Max, 17 to 12. They've won four straight. Did you see Leonard Williams? Oh, which, by the way, thank you. Thank you for trading him to us. You guys are more than welcome to help yourself to that third-round draft pick. Career high in sacks with four games ago. He had two and a half on Sunday. Max, did you see that defense be ferocious, swarm to the ball, be relentless, whether it was a veteran like Logan Ryan or Jabril Peppers or Blake Martinez or one of the young guys, the rookies like Carter Coughlin, Tay Crowder with, with his first career sack. We have a linebacker from Dartmouth. Did you see the running game with Wayne Gallman? Did you see Alfred Morris and Colt McCoy turn back the clock? I mean... I can't remember the last time I've been this excited about a Giants team. They just got swapped into Sunday Night Football, replacing the poor excuse of a team called the Dallas Cowboys in a couple of weeks. Their first Sunday Night game since Week 2 of the 2018 season. Max 5-7. and seven. Daniel Jones should be coming back. I'm now transitioning from... I hope to be competitive in this game. I hope that they can somehow pull it out too. Now I'm expecting them to go out there and dominate because what that defense showed me is that we can play with anybody. Pete Carroll didn't have any, He was speechless after the game. He didn't know what just occurred to him or his offense. Russell Wilson looked lost out there, Max. Lost. 
Patrick Graham. Man, I hope, I hope this man stays under the radar because I would hate to see him go after just one year. What he is cooking up is going to be something special, Max. And that's what a real football team looks like. You know what's not a real football team? And I'm embarrassed that the Giants share standing with them. That's the New York Jets. They had the game all but wrapped. And they choked it away because Greg Williams went cover zero with five seconds left. A deep ball, a Hail Mary, and the Raiders were able to pull it out. Max, and you know what was the most disgusting thing of them all? Is I was on Twitter and the Jets fans that were celebrating, that were parading, that were screaming, yelling, overjoyed. Like they just won the fucking Super Bowl. It was pathetic. It's everything that's wrong with fans today. You guys are such a disgrace from the top down. You guys you guys are losers. You're a loser of an organization. You guys root for losers and at the end of the day you've become a loser. I don't I don't you guys you guys are gonna be the biggest disgrace to New York sports history. The Mets have had terrible moments. The Knicks have had awful moments. The Brooklyn Nets are barely even a New York team. And the laughing stock, the biggest disgrace of them all, will be the 2020 Jets when you guys finish 0-16. And you know what? Good luck with your quarterback. May I remind you, he's played zero, zero snaps in the NFL. There's no guarantee Maxwell, there's no guarantees from college to the NFL. You guys are no longer the New York Jets to me. You guys are the, are the New Jersey Jets. You guys should be ashamed of yourselves with how you acted on Sunday after your team lost. You spend hours watching your favorite team in hopes that they lose. Give me a break. What what a disgrace. That it? Well, a couple things. One, I remember last year, Giants fans were pissing nope, and moaning about nope, great Leonard nope, Williams. Nope. New coaching staff got him better, so that's good for him. Yep. Uh, wasn't good with the Jets, so, I mean, I guess, yeah, got something for him. Wasn't going to pay him for at the time. Um, trying to think. I'd rather be called the New Jersey Jets. I think that's better than New York. Okay, that dumb okay. Rats. Okay, okay. Be the New Jersey Jersey, Jersey. baby. You know what? I like okay. that. New Jersey. I like okay. that. Boy, better. Yep, got Tony fine. and the yep. boys. Armpit of America, congrats! You're the team of Armpit of America. Nice, Max. Yes, tell me what. Max, tell me, tell me, tell me something. Tell me something. Since Sam Darnold entered the league, tell me how the Jets have gotten better with him as quarterback. No, because they suck, dude. I, like you're trying to like to say things to me, and I'm just so confused. Like, yeah, no shit, Victor. Thanks for pointing no, the obvious no, but, guy. But but, but Trevor like, Lawrence, Trevor me. Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is gonna fix all your guys' issues. That's why you guys are getting excited. No, no, he's not. Um, but. You know, it's just, I, I don't know what you want me to do. It, it's the same thing with you and your Knicks. They, they have Adam Gase as a coach and Woody Johnson. I don't, what, what do you want me to do? Nothing. Want nothing. me to crack your skulls down there? Like, what? No, nothing. I, I'm, I'm just saying, what you want me I'm to just do. saying that as Jets fans, for you to be celebrating a loss like that, I mean, a devastating loss, I, I don't know if I would leave my room for a couple of hours. I don't hours think devastating is a loss when you're going to go 0-12 and 1-11. And I mean, I, don't think I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather be 1-15 than go 0-16. I mean, yeah, in five years, I guess we're gonna really. I mean, and it'll always. It shouldn't even be part of New York sports history. That's something for Detroit. That's something for the Buccaneers. That's something for the Cleveland Browns. That's not something 
for New York sports. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't, I'm not. I'm not. Even though I like a couple of New York teams, I don't buy the whole New York hype bullshit because they've been the awful team has been terrible for decades okay. now almost. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. That's I just, I'm, I'm not into New York sports. I never have been really. Even though I'm a couple fans of them, uh, I just. I, you know, I well, don't you're really not know. you're not a fan of New York sports anymore because well, I mean, I guess you have the Yankees, but you're the New Jersey sports because I don't want the Jets to have anything to do with New York anymore. It's, it's, it's to, you realize, look, isn't the field in New Jersey anyways? MetLife. Yeah, it's in Re- East Rutherford, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'd rather be called and, New and York. Sorry, I'd rather be called New York Giants than. Uh, I, I I mean yeah I guess but um I don't I I'm gonna the only thing that. I, I will say, other than that, you can you know be right in the face all day. It's not going to change my opinion. I'm not right in the face. I'm 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 very happy. It's the holiday season, and my team is playing. Yeah, I mean, arguably listen, the best ball in the NFL. You know, good for you guys. I'm not. You know, I could care less about the Giants. Yep. Well. Um. But you know, I'm sorry. The uh, the, the Knicks are going to be a laughing stock of that town until it's over with. Yeah. Well, the, they're. The, I mean, that's not debatable. I mean, it's just not. They're just an absolute joke. They're just an absolute cool. joke. But you know what? At least they don't. At least they win a couple of games. At least they don't go defeated for the entire year. Oh wow! At, le- at I, least I they don't have eighty-two, Victor. Mm. Jesus, what do you what do you want a uh, a coupon because the Knicks went fifteen and right, whatever? Move on. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> because you know I'm right. You nope. know I'm right. No, nope. no, because I'm I, I'm numb with the I'm numb with the Knicks. But you know what? At the end of the day, like, you never see me cheer when they lose. You don't see why me cheer with, when they the lose a the game. Why can't I be numb with the Jets? What? You're not numb with the Jets. Because I got to see on Twitter, I got to see you along with 10 other Jets fans are my Who's your head time. coach? Until their head coach change, I'll change my tune. Okay. How about that? Okay. Deal. 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 All right. Maybe I love that. No. Another reeling team. Oh, I love that. Another reeling team with your New York Jets are the Philadelphia Eagles. And they made a big, deci- big decision. A couple days ago, and that was they will be. Oh, Max, which by the way, another prediction of mine that came right was. Well, Wilson be an MVP? No, I said that. What happened to that one? I also said that Rodgers would be an MVP. Enough throwing out (laughs) sixteen takes, you're gonna get one right. (laughs) But I said that if Wentz continued to struggle, we would see Jalen Hurts in the game against the Packers, and we saw that because. I'm basically. Oh, no, no, no. Time out. You nothing. said you said Cam Newton should get benched, not Wentz. <laughs> no, I, I, I said that Cam Newton should get benched, but then I said I think that there's a difference between should and will. I said that Cam Newton should get benched, but if Wentz struggled in the upcoming game against the Packers, we would see Jalen Hurts come in. I did. I did say that. I'll pull up the tape in a little bit. But I have to anyway, Wentz was benched for second round pick Jalen Hurts. Max, Wentz has been a turnover machine, but he's definitely not the only problem on this football team. Just like Sam Darnold is not the only problem on the New York Jets. So I don't think the quarterback will provide that much of a difference for the Philadelphia Eagles, even though Doug Peterson said that Hurts provided the spark he was looking for in their game against the Packers. Max, was this the right move? The Eagles gave up a lot to get Wentz. They shelled out a big contract extension for him. Was this the right move to bench him? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, for the time being, I think he looks kind of lost out there. You know, and then if 
like you said, they got a second round pick. Doesn't hurt to see they're, they're not going anywhere this year. Doesn't hurt to see you know just bring some you know juice to the team, get the guys a little more excited. Not that I, I don't know if they if they like Wentz or not. That's not really my point. But you know, you get somebody new in there. You know, energy starts flowing a little bit more. I mean, he didn't look terrible, but he, you know, it wasn't great either for the time being. But I, I think and for Wentz, like we talked about last. Uh, Last podcast, his contract, they can cut him after next year, I think, right? No, remember I said that they couldn't do that? Or whatever. Yeah, I think it was maybe two years or something. Oh, potential out, 2022. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, like I said, they're not going anywhere this year. It's not hurts. It doesn't hurt for uh, Hurts to get in there. No pun intended. Sorry. Um, (laughs) And, you know, just give Wentz a breather. And then maybe if there's a new coaching staff next year, they can bring in and like, you know, coach you once better and this and that, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just tough because that contract's gonna be bad if he's this bad. And you know, it's not that contract didn't even really didn't even kick in yet until next year. Yeah, no, I know, and that, kind of, that sucks for them. And Max, I think now, okay, Wentz's job is is gone, right? Peterson's mm-hmm. job is next on the line because. You're making this decision. Wentz was supposed to be your franchise quarterback. If Hertz doesn't ball out in the last four games, I think Peterson is gone as the Eagles head coach. Now, you bring up an interesting topic. A lot of the time, coaches like to pick their quarterback, pick their guy. So I I think that will be interesting. Interesting to see if that affects the Eagles' potential candidates this upcoming offseason if Peterson is let go, or I've even heard rumors that he could be traded to another team. But, Max, you know, I'll be honest with you, Hurts, ever since he got benched in the national championship game against Georgia, I've been rooting for him, even though... I'm not saying that he shouldn't have been benched. He played awful in that first half. But I was coming out of college after what he did at Oklahoma. I was rooting for him. Then once he joined Philadelphia, I was like, well, I can't root for him now. I don't know. I just think that there's a lot wrong with this team. I think that Wentz is partly the blame for it. But he had a crappy offensive line. His receivers weren't doing him any favors. The running game was porous. You know, I, I don't know. I think I think it's just. I really think Peterson put his job on the line, and he's gonna pay for it. I really do. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it's just it, it doesn't look good ever since the the Colts head coach Frank Wright left, and people are really saying how he was kind of yeah. the guy who really got that offense going and went. Um, you know that that could be another Colts possibility, but I don't know. You know with NFL trades, they're a little weird with salary cap and dead cap space, whatever. So that might be a team you might, you might want to watch out for. The Colts with Carson Wentz too, but that, I don't think that is a very interesting prediction or interesting uh, team to bring up. Another one that immediately came to mind, Max, is what team loves white quarterbacks that are regressing. Oh, Jesus. Uh, the, the NFL? <laughs> the Chicago Bears. Bears, yeah. Yeah, I could so see the Bears being in the mix for Carson Wentz. And, you know, the Colts would be a great, great fit. And then I wouldn't even be terribly surprised unless Drew Locke 
shifts into gear for the last four. I could see the Broncos making a call to Philadelphia as well, honestly. Yeah, the only thing uh, – NFL's cap is so weird. I know, football, I know. I don't really know like what – you know what I mean? I don't know yet. I know. No, I agree. I agree. So we'll see. We'll see. But definitely – I, I thought that if Hurts was going to take over for once this year, it was going to be the injury, not due to this poor play. But let's move on. And Max, the Browns are somehow nine and three, and I, I think they've caught people's attention after their first half beatdown. But their overall win against the Tennessee Titans final score was forty-one to thirty-five. Titans came in with eight wins, and the Browns really dominated them for most of the game. They made it late. In the sec, uh, made it closer than it was in the second half. But Max, did this game tell you more about Cleveland or Tennessee? Uh, I think I kind of think Tennessee. To be honest with you, um, I just don't. They have like no pass rush, and for and a team like Cleveland, who's very run heavy, play action heavy, you know, they they really just. Uh, took it to him, and you know Cleveland. Cleveland, I hate to say it, everyone. I mean, I can't stand that word. Just saying it makes me sick. But they're a they're they're a good team. They're they're a solid team. Yeah, Max. Um, I gotta go with Tennessee because that defense, man, that defense has looked bad at times this year. That was the worst they've looked in that first half all year when Baker threw for four touchdown passes against him. First Browns quarterback to do that since Otto Graham. I mean, Max, they brought in Clowney. His season is over now. No sacks on the year. He never gets sacks. I mean... Uh, no, he doesn't. But he was he was like the big star yeah. stud for agent, and people were wondering. And I and I said it. I was like, I don't believe in Clowney at all. They lost Logan Ryan. I'm this Titans team is in trouble because it it seems that if they are unable to run the ball and keep possession of the ball, keep their defense off the field and keep the game out of Ryan Tannehill's hands, they can't win. They cannot win. Yeah, no, that's a good point. When they're up 10 nothing, you feel a lot better than when they're down 10 nothing. Exactly, exactly. And I just – and I think that the Browns, I will say that they are a good team. I just don't think they're as good as they portrayed themselves to be against the Titans. I think that no, they have a great – what happened? So that was a good matchup for them. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, so I'm I'm not ready to sit here and say that the Browns are the next. I I I think that I could see them winning a playoff game, but much more than that, I, I don't expect it from the Cleveland Browns this year. And I still am not sold on Baker being the long term answer. But Max, finally, real quick, and I just thought it was strange. So obviously the. The Ravens blew out the Dallas Cowboys on the special edition of Tuesday Night Football, which, by the way, I I love. If there has been one positive about the COVID season, it's Tuesday Night, Monday Night, when, uh, Monday Night Doubleheader, Wednesday Night Football. 
But can you explain to me how Des Bryant tested positive minutes before kickoff for COVID and they were still able to play the game? We, we should have gotten a, a, a doctor on here because I, I got nothing for you. Because, I had no idea. I thought that was so weird and odd. Because and it's, I don't know. <laughs> they postponed games because of multiple players. And then all of a sudden, Des Bryant tweets that he tests positive. And, and I'm just waiting for the game to be canceled. And then I see kickoff and I'm like, that I don't understand the NFL's protocol with COVID at all. I don't, yeah, I don't even think they really know what's going on. Yeah, no, I think, honestly, they're just pushing through, and they just can't wait for this year to be done. Yeah, they want it to be over with. (laughs) Yeah, and this podcast is almost over with, but Max, let's get to our week 14 picks. Max, I'm starting to get depressed. I don't like that NFL season, regular season is coming to a wind down, but... Yeah, but you might be getting playoff football. I know. I'm expecting playoff football at this point, but... You know, I don't want to jinx anything, but let's start off with this Thursday night matchup, rematch of the Super Bowl, Patriots versus the Rams. Max, I mean, just when you thought the Patriots were done, they've won two in a row, and they obliterated the Chargers 45 to nothing last week. Who do you have? I got the, uh, I'm going Pats. I feel like I got the Rams number. Yeah, I'm going with the Pats too. Belichick is, he really is a mastermind. I, I, if they lose this game, I'll say the season for sure is over. But it's not, it's not just yet. But let's continue. Texans at the Bears. Max, once again, the Bears will be reminded what they could have had in the Trubisky draft, but instead, they do not have Deshaun Watson, the quarterback of the Houston Texans. This is kind of a doozy of the game. Bears blew the game late. Texans had a chance to win the game late against the Colts, failed to do so. Who do you have? I'm going with the uh, Texans. Yeah, I'm going with the Texans, too. I think that the Bears, after last week's loss, will pack it in. Cowboys yeah. at the Bengals. That is going to be an awful game. Max, who do oh, you have? God. <sighs> I, oh, man. I, I'm just going to go, I'll be honest with you, I'm going to go with the Cowboys just because of the name. And that doesn't mean anything but the Bengals and their backup quarterback. Cowboys uh, got to win that game, no? Uh, I, I, I. I, I agree with you. To make things a little more fun, I'll go with the Bengals just because anything Wait, can happen. Is Andy Dalton playing? For the Cowboys, yes. Well, no, I know that, but I, I thought he was injured or something. Or was he on the injury report? Um, Let me see. Because, you know, if he's playing, him going back home to Cincinnati, he better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> now, right now I'm looking at the injury report, and uh, he does not appear. So, yes, oh, it will be his. How was I looking at then? Will be his homecoming since yeah, he so, left Cincinnati. Oh yeah. yeah, but I'm going with Cincinnati. Uh, I'm going with Cincinnati. Chiefs at the Dolphins. Max, this could potentially be a good game. The Chiefs haven't exactly looked unbeatable the last couple of weeks, and the Dolphins got back on track with their win against the Bengals. Who do you have? Uh, I'm gonna go with um Kansas City. 
Yeah, I'm going with Kansas City too. I mean, I think this might be a tune-up game for them. Not a tune-up, but like you know, get their shit together when game. they start their engines type of thing, like playoff yeah. mode type uh, Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. It will be interesting to see how much fight the Dolphins put up because I think that the Dolphins are good. They're definitely not. They're definitely a year away from really being contenders. But I think this will be a good matchup to see where they stand. Yeah. All right. Oh, big game, Max. Big game. You know, I'm going to get lost. Oh, I can't into wait this. for this guy on Twitter to be acting act like a jackass. Who? Jamal Adams. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No one cares about that game. The bigger game. Cardinals oh. at the Giants. Oh, well, you got excited when you said my name, so I thought that's what you're talking about. No, no. Um, I'm actually going to go with the Giants. I don't know. I think Murray's we mean hurt. Actually, we mean actually. Do you know that they've won four in a row? They're the hottest team in all of football. Did you see that defense, Matt? I'm making it personal. Did you not realize I always go against the Giants? No. Continue. Now about you. Continue. Yeah, I'm going I'm going with the, uh, with the Giants. The Cardinals, I don't know what the hell happened to them. Murray got injured, and then uh, that's really – he doesn't look healthy. Wait, so. real quick, real quick, Max. Do you know that the Cardinals really should be one, two, three, four? Oh yeah, that Buffalo game, right? They could be on a five-game losing streak if it wasn't for that Hail Mary. Yeah, yeah, no, they haven't. They haven't been good in a while. Yeah, and I mean, look what you guys just did to a running quarterback in Wilson. Wilson's better than Murray, you yeah. know. So agreed. I want to squash Murray like the bug that he is. Anyway. Oh, wow. Anyway, and but no, but Max, you know I'm also not the biggest Murray guy. I feel that he's also gotten this love hype out of nowhere yeah, too. Yeah, I, I I sense that from from the media too. But I, yeah. I don't know. I do I do really respect DeAndre Hopkins though. I do think that he's the best receiver in the league. All right, Max, this is actually a big critical game, and I just want to say real quick, I completely forgot that the NFL expanded to seven playoff teams. So I'll since I'm a man of my word. I will stick with my statement that the Bucks will not make the playoffs. However, since the top seven teams make it, I could very well much see the Bucks making it. But they host the Vikings this week, who are only a game behind them yeah, in look the at playoff that. standings. Max, Vikings been playing a lot better since they're so star. Who do you have? I want to say Minnesota, but Tampa Bay is coming off a bye. You would like to think that, you know, maybe they found an agreement or not agreement, but, you know, an understanding of what they kind of want off the bye. So I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers because I, I want that four or five matchup with with the Giants and Bucks. <laughs> yeah, so do I. I I'm going to go Vikings here, Max. The only reason why is. If if this was a Patriot Brady Belichick bye week where they needed the win, where they need to sense the doubters, critics. I'd be all in on Brady and the Pats. Yep. It's not the same, Max. It's not. and But we don't know yet, I guess. I, yeah, but there's been a couple of times this year that I, I expected Tom and the Bucks. Like, I don't, I don't think that they would have lost in years past to a team like the Bears or the Rams on Monday night. I mean, look at that Saints ass whooping they got in Tampa. Yeah. No, I know. I know. So... I'm going to go with the Vikings. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Broncos at the Panthers, Max. 
I love how like every other game is like a good game, and then the other one is like a pretty crappy one. Yeah, we got to this point of the season now where yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the Panthers. I I I, I like to have Panthers team. I think next year they're actually gonna make some noise. So do I. I I like I like the Panthers too, and I'm really rooting for Teddy Bridgewater. Have been this entire year. The Broncos, you know, their defense has played well at points, but that offense, man, I, I, you know, when when are we going to start questioning whether or not Elway should be on the hot seat? Because oh, other, he, should, he, I mean, we should then question him for years. But you know, other than cool. Peyton Manning, other than Peyton Manning, tell me what quarterback yeah. he's brought in. No, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm, they wanted to pay Osweiler. I know, I know. And think about his draft picks, whether it was Paxton Lynch. Uh, whether it was uh, Case Keenum they brought in last year. Again, for so many years, you kept hearing, oh, the Broncos are a good enough team that they just need a mediocre quarterback. They failed to even find a mediocre quarterback. Yeah, no, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's Denver loves John Elway. So, you know I mean? What are they going to do? He's I know. He, I know. He's a franchise hero. It's not like you're going to yeah. fire one of those. But Titans at the Jaguars and then AFC South. Battle, yuck. Yeah, you got. You, I'm expecting Tennessee to win this game after that Browns game. You know, this 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 has got to be a this this has to be a win for them. I mean, Mike Glennon was playing for the Jaguars last year, uh, last week. I'm sorry. I think Doug Marone is at the end of his ropes too with this team. I I I don't think that it's his fault. I loved his first go around yeah. with the Bills. I liked what he had building with Jacksonville, but hasn't worked out last couple of years. Bortles really set them back. I'm going with the Titans. Colts at the Raiders. Max, you know, the Raiders, we've talked about, they, they should have lost to the Jets. The Colts, on the other hand, they're coming off a win against, who do they play? Oh, the Texans, yes, 26-20. Max, who do you have? I'm going with the, uh, the Colts. I don't think the Raiders are... If Rivers has time, he'll dissect them. Colt, I mean the Patri- yeah, Patriots. Raiders don't really have a pass rush, so uh, I think I think Rivers is going to have a good game. Yeah, I'll I'll go with the Colts too. The Raiders have looked pretty bad the last two weeks. I know they snuck out of the win last week, but week before that they got blown out by the Falcons. I'm going with the Colts. Max, now this is your uh, game. <laughs> Jamal Adams is oh pro- probably probably getting the game that he's been focusing on ever since he's been traded because the Jets live real um live rent free in his head. Max, the Jets travel to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Do they get <laughs> their first win? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's I really don't like Jamal Adams anymore. I really don't. I hate you know how what's crazy though, I actually did like him. I I did kind of support him. Like not his trade, but like, you know, I thought he was kind of uh, misunderstood, but once he started, like you know, shit. I said before, shit talking his t- former teammates. I'm like, dude, that enough. I, I don't think you follow any Jets player, but not one Jets. Po- uh, Kimberly Jones said this that not one person posted like a goodbye, nothing on social media to Jamal Adams. No, I I agree. I agree. Yeah, Max. and you know, it's just like if you want to talk shit about the coaching staff, management, owner, like you know, whatever. But the guys in there, you know, what I mean, it's like. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't like that. I, don't, I, I never – once he did that, I'm out on him. So, I mean, yeah, see, I was going to win. Then he's going to tweet up a storm. They doubted me and, ha, you know, it's just like, okay. Yeah, or like – oh, oh, Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I know. And 
I don't know. He just, towards the end of his Jets tenure, I, I actually didn't even have a problem with him on the Jets. Just towards the end, he was too flip-floppy. He was yeah. all in, then he was all out. And yep. the narrative changed once they didn't, they weren't committed on paying him, which yeah, is understandable. Yeah. And, you know, and again, it's great that he's leading all defensive backs with seven and a half sacks and everything. He still has holes on his game. So, I don't know. I just wish he would just shut up, man. But, yeah, I'm going. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with the Seahawks, too. Max, Packers at the Lions. Lions got a win in their first game without Patricia. Packers stayed <laughs> hot against the Eagles. Max, who do you have? I'm going with the. Uh, I'm going with Green Bay. I think the Lions, I think they wanted one game just to show Mr. Sit Up Straight. Uh, what a win looks like in the NFL, and then like, eh, enough is enough. Yeah, it was a pretty, uh, pretty good win by the Lions last week too. Yeah. It it came a fourth quarter late comeback, but I'm going with the Packers too in this one. I think that Aaron Rodgers playing out of his mind. Saints at the Eagles. Max Jalen Hurts first career start. Taysom Hill looks to stay undefeated with as the starter of New Orleans. Who do you have? I think it's gonna be a really ugly game. I'm going to go uh, Saints. Yeah, so do I. I think that the Eagles... They're a mess. <laughs> I, I won't say that they've packed him in, too, because I think with Hurts starting, they they will get a little bit of a spark, but I think that the Saints will win this at the end of the day. Falcons at the Chargers. Yeah, speaking of the Chargers, you still think Lynch uh, staying there? After no, that? Max, Max, I honestly, you want to talk about a team that I think the rails are coming off? I think it's the Chargers because it would have been one thing if they had lost to the Patriots. They got embarrassed. Yeah, that's inexcusable. And for the amount of games that they've blown this year, I think it's really starting to become mental with them. And I just don't think that they have the confidence to actually go out there and win the game. So I I think that the Chargers are in for a tough last quarter of the year. And that's why I'm going with the Falcons in this one. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm actually going with the Chargers. Okay, why? Now, do you think that Lynn is safe? No, I think he's gone. But I, I think that, you know, they got embarrassed. So I think they're going to be like, you know. They, they, they can't play that bad back-to-back weeks. And it's not like this Falcons team's that great either. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. You know, I'm just trying to yeah. talk myself into them getting a game. Yeah, no. And, and you know, it, it sucks, Matt, Max, because I actually do – I like their quarterback, Herbert. I like yeah. their head coach, Lynn. Now, do I think that some things could have – been executed better some questionable decisions sure yeah but i think that there's talent on both sides of this team and if you just gave them another year i think that they could but i don't know man after that 45 nothing route unless this team sticks together i could see lynn being on his way out at the end of the year yeah let's go with the washington football team who Handed the Steelers their first loss of the year, and are five and seven in, in the midst of the NFC East race against the San Francisco 49ers. Max, who do you have? This is actually a critical game. 
Yeah, I'm going to go, man, I don't know. I, I'm going to go with the Washington football team. Um, okay, first off, can I just say one thing? I yeah, know that Washington is in our division, but I've never hated them like I do the Cowboys and the Eagles. And it is very hard, very hard to root against Alex Smith and Ron Rivera. You think about what yeah. those two guys have been through. You think about what happened to Smith was with his leg injury, the journey yeah. back, then Rivera, the cancer he had to deal with this season and still being the head coach of a football team. Max, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a Giants fan. I'm rooting like hell for my team. But Washington is definitely the feel-good story of the year. But I'm going with the 49ers in this one. <laughs> um, Steelers at the Bills. Max, this could be an AFC playoff preview. Now, I don't think that... Which one of these teams to you has a better chance in the AFC Championship game? Ooh. I have to say it, but I think Buffalo. So do I, because I think that the Steelers need more of a run game, and their injuries on defense are starting to pile up. And I think Tomlin's a great head coach, and is probably the favorite for coach of the year at this point. But Josh Allen, man, really took a step this year, and I think the Steelers are going to be one and done come the playoffs. I think they win this game, but come, oh, wow. I, come playoffs, I think they're one and done. Who do you have? Uh, I'm going to go with Buffalo. All right. Okay. I mean, listen, I wouldn't be terribly surprised. Buffalo is home too, and they, they've been a very good football team. I just I think the Steelers, after suffering a loss, get back on track. And then finally, Max... Another good game, Monday Night Football, the Ravens against the Browns in an AFC North matchup. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Cleveland. Alright, and I'll go with Baltimore just to spice things up, but I think both of these teams, man, uh, you know, definitely a big game for both these teams. I I'm still waiting to see if Lamar Jackson can win in a big moment with his arm. Browns definitely feeling good after their handling of the Titans, but an important game for both these teams. And Max, that'll conclude another episode of Old School of Sport. When should we expect another article to come out this week? Uh, should be tomorrow, hopefully. All right, awesome. And do you want to let everyone know about your Twitter and Instagram handle, please? Yep, you can follow me at MaxMarshall136. At Victor Pusateri on Twitter, at Victor J. Pusateri on Instagram and old school of sport on Facebook at old school of sport on Twitter until next time, everyone. Thank you very much for listening.